Welcome to The Band Hall, a Young Band Directors of Texas podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chelsea Frazier, and with me is Aaron Beaver, president of YBDT, a nonprofit organization for young band directors in Texas. We're here to talk about the ins and outs of teaching band, especially in the first few years of your career. Today, we are talking about how we stay organized and plan for our classes. Welcome to The Band Hall. Hello. Hello. Happy Bandtober, everybody. Yes. Welcome. We are recording this as of October 1st, celebrating Bantober day one. Indeed. Well, really, like yesterday was probably day one for everybody. It, so Yeah. I'm already red and tired. So we, yeah. we know it's we know it's Bantober. <laughs> yeah. Aaron started the season with two contests in one day. I did. So you just came out guns a blazing. So we, we <laughs> usually only do one contest the first weekend to kind of ease the kids into it. Um, right. But one of the contests that we like going to um, switched their weekend to this first weekend. And so uh-huh. now there's two contests we really like going to happening on the same day. And so we just decided to jump in feet first. So yeah, yeah, we did it. And you know, uh, we got first place at the East Central. Um, That's right. Golden Hornet Invitational, and then we placed second at um, the Rough Rider uh, Marching Festival that happens in Northeast ISD. So it was a good day for the That's kids. That's awesome, yeah, man. Yeah, they, yeah, they were successful and they they felt successful and had a good time. So. And contest was always like as a kid one of my favorite things. <laughs> I loved going to contest, and then we would have time that we could, not all the time, but whenever we did have time, we could watch other bands, <laughs> and then go buy whatever merch was there from BOA or you know wherever right. we were. <laughs> yeah, we we give them some time to just kind of run free in the stadium, and it's, I think yeah. that's really their favorite part. That was always you know? my favorite part as a kid. Um. And I would always eat, I was just thinking about this the other day, I was talking to one of my private lessons students, and I was like, I'm just remembering now, it like came flooding back to me, I would eat Frito chili pie <laughs> at contests. And like whenever we had like a ton of time, and we were responsible for getting food, that was my go-to contest food. Yeah, it seems like every contest has Frito pie. Like, yeah, I don't know that was if it, that's... that was it a traditional band contest food but you know <laughs> i don't know but my high school metabolism thrived on frito chili pie dude so that's uh sounds good but think thinking about <laughs> being at a super hot contest now oh i know and eating frito pie just seems very dangerous mm-hmm. to me i don't <laughs> i would never now now never never <laughs> we also had a um Burger King right across from our high school. Nice. And during summer band camp, in like this big chunk of time we had, we would a group of us would go walk over to Burger King, which, in my opinion, is terrible. <laughs> um, I'm not a Burger King fan, and the idea of eating it in the middle of summer band now makes me want to puke. But <laughs> that's what uh, we did. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I think you just yeah. cost us a sponsor too. So, yeah, <laughs> they have been 
knocking at our doors <laughs> waiting to sponsor this podcast. Sorry, so sorry, sorry guys. Uh, sorry guys. Burger King sorry, will not Burger be supporting King. you. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Something about Burger King gives me the heebie-jeebies. I love Burger King. So, sorry, man. <laughs> I, I, I'm not. I didn't take it personally. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. None of that has anything to do with what we were talking about today. Today <laughs> we were talking about just the logistics behind being a director, how to plan for things, how to keep ourselves organized. Um, and like what do we do post planning like how far in advance do we plan we're going to talk a little bit about pacing for our classes too and just kind of give you guys an idea if that's something that you want some ideas on or maybe you just want to hear us chat about planners for a while um that's kind of the idea for today so with planners um let's get into just on the day-to-day how do you keep things organized like on a calendar well i have to be honest i am not the most um organized person in the world when it comes to keeping a <laughs> planner um that has been one of my one of my continuous improvement projects is mm-hmm. to become more organized on the day-to-day um i have I have a lot of trouble keeping like a physical planner. I've, I've tried, I've purchased planners and I've got like all these like notebooks and planners that have like five or six pages filled out. And then they're just like blank. (laughs) But I do, you know, I have started using some, some things like Google calendar is a, is a lifesaver. Um, I use, I use that for a lot of things. Um, I'm a sticky note guy um, for some okay. things. So having, you know, a reminder on a sticky note or a um, a little to-do list that I can just like, just like stick on my monitor at work and I can, it can be there in front of me. Um, mm-hmm. I have a little whiteboard that I use. Um, I don't know if it's, you know, a little a little bit of ADD but like having like lots of things around me that I can interact with that remind me of what's going on it's kind of what okay. helps me you know get through and plan and keep yeah keep on task I think the biggest problem is if you notice that you're missing things uh-huh. if your system is working and that's what works uh-huh. for you dope like that's that's all that really matters I, I've tried a bunch of different planners too and online stuff and all kinds of different uh-huh. things until I found the process that works for me. Um, I personally will um, put everything in a physical planner. Right now I'm using, I used the Aaron Condren ones for a long time and now I'm using uh, a plum paper one uh-huh. that's a little bit thinner and that I like a lot and it works for me. I don't put a ton of stuff in there, uh-huh. but I have to have one place I've I found for me where I put all of the dates and for everything. Uh-huh. It's for all of the band stuff, for my personal life too, I put them in there. Um and I also put in um all of the school dates uh-huh. like star test benchmarks um like all all of the millions of testing days that we do right. map tests i mean 
all of that I have to have in there too because we're constantly planning things and I need to know when things are happening. Right. I also have a terrible memory, just a terrible <laughs> memory. Like I, I can't remember anything to say in my life and I recognize that and I accept it. <laughs> that's just that's just me. Um, and so I try my best to every time I get something from someone mm -hmm. and I need to have that day down, I immediately write it down. And I, um, on Mondays every week, I then will transfer from the month calendar where everything is mm -hmm. to the week. And then I have an idea of, okay, this is what's happening this week and I can, I can get things done. Um, that's what I found that works for me. Mm -hmm. I've tried, I know a lot of people love Google calendars. I know a lot of people, and we use that for um, like our families uh -huh. and stuff, like our, our band families. We, we use the Google calendar for everything. Um, but for me personally, I also do stickies for to-do lists. Uh -huh. um, I put them like right in front of my monitor, in front of my keyboard. Um, and I make sure that I go through all of those too. But there's so many options for people yeah, 100%. to use. Well, and, you know, it's important to recognize that your processes and your your methods are going to change as you go through your career, you know. Oh, your, for sure. Your, your style is going to change. Your responsibilities are going to change. And so, you know, that is possibly going to require... Um, changing how you plan and how you you know keep things for yourself so it's uh, if, if you start to see you're missing things or people are having to remind you of things uh -huh. or then that should be a red flag for you like hey my system is not working and i need to play around and find something else yeah yeah be be mindful of it and just kind of uh -huh. some self check-ins will will kind of help with all that um as I wanted to mention a an app, a planning app that um, yeah. we've kind of started playing around with in um, our YBDT exec. Uh, we mm -hmm. haven't quite rolled it out to everybody, but it seems like a re it's a really cool tool that was introduced to us by our new um, tech specialist that we have on exec. Um, so mm -hmm. shout out to Cole uh, if you're listening. He's uh, shout out. He's already been an invaluable asset to our um, to our team and our organization so far. So we love you, Cole. Um, <laughs> but he uh, came from the tech world to uh, band directing, and so he has a lot of um, things that he kind of brought with him. One of which is this app called Trello, um, mm -hmm. and I'm sure there are band programs out there that use this as well. Um, but it's a really cool kind of planning flowchart app that is you can um, you can get your whole team on it, and so everyone mm -hmm. knows whose responsibilities are what, and you can see what people are working on, what people have done, and you can you you can assign things to people. Um, it's a, it's the concept itself is really cool, and we've been kind of toying yeah. around with it um, on on exec so. If that seems like to anyone listening something that would be helpful for you um, and or your your team, then I mm -hmm. I would definitely recommend it. Trello, T R E L L O. Uh, yeah, that sounds great. Like just a workflow mm -hmm. 
help, especially in the, I mean, any program has a million different Uh parts, you know, working parts that are going on. Um, And then the larger you get with more people working on the team and all of that is great, but this organization thing has to be at the core of everything that you do. Otherwise, it it so easily can fall apart. Um, so I like that idea. As far as planners for yourself, there there's a bunch of different ways that you can do it. There's apps, um, um, just you know, a million different apps that you can find for uh. personal calendars, Google Calendar. Um, you can do a physical one like I do, or a desk calendar. Um, if that's something that you guys are into, you can try that out. Wall calendars that are big enough to write on. A- um, online, there's different online ones that you can do and share. Um, and some of these overlap, of course, like with apps and stuff. But um, whatever it takes to get you going is, uh-huh. is what you need to do. And feel free to try everything and see what works for you. Because what works for me doesn't work for, you know, the other directors I work with. And that's cool. As long as we're all getting our stuff done. Um, I wrote in here post planning. And I don't know what else really to call it. Um this is something that I've started doing this year and a little bit last year uh-huh. where I have a different planner that I go back into at, after the day is done, after the week is done, and write down what happened Oh, um, so that the next year I can look back on it and say, okay, well, we hit, Mary had a little lamb at this point in the year, so I'm running a little bit behind or a little bit ahead or... Uh-huh. Um, I, we went ahead and put in PO requests for this, this, and this at this point in August. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, to try and make sure that the next year, especially with the, the bigger administrative things, uh-huh. like when do I need to put in my fundraiser approval? When do I need to put in the bus requests? When do I need to start talking to the Astros about possibly doing a game? You know, uh-huh. and a lot of that stuff happens way early in the year. That if you're thinking about all district bands and forgetting that you have to make sure that, you know, you're, you, you're doing, I don't know, we do a recording at Rice University every year, making sure that you're contacting those people at the same time, even though it's months ahead. Right. Um, it's kind of a post planning thing. I stole that idea from someone. I apologize. I don't remember where I heard <laughs> it from, but. It is not a Chelsea idea, but it's kind of like creating a guidebook for your next year mm-hmm. that as is, this year happens. That is some next level planning. I'm I'm super impressed with that. <laughs> now, have I done it every single day? <laughs> well, it's maybe don't ask that question, but <laughs> I think that's a really really good idea. It's almost like a like a pacing journal that yeah you yeah you know you can kind of see you can kind of see where you are in comparison to last year mm-hmm. and not, you know, not that you're necessarily behind or ahead or anything, but it's a good, right. It's a good way to check. Oh, in. we're kind of in the same yeah. place, making sure that things are going smoothly. Okay. Or I've even written down a couple times, um, uh, like we, okay. So the beginning of this year, I think I mentioned it last episode of the one before that we had like, bunch of problems with our construction at the beginning of this year so when we were 
trying to set up for the school year, we were behind in so many things because we were having to do so much more than we usually do. Mm-hmm. So there are some things that happened way later than it should have. And it was nobody's fault. It was just kind of the situation. Mm-hmm. But like one of the things was, um, you know, private lesson interest emails. Mm-hmm. That went out later than I would have wanted it to. Um, and so I wrote down in my little journal, if you will, um, do this earlier. This is when we did it, but do this earlier. Okay. Like, so that next time I'm looking at this, I'm like, okay, I need to push that way, way forward. Um, so mm-hmm. that's, that's such a good idea. Cause you know, there's always things that happen that you think, oh, the same thing happened last year and we told ourselves mm. that we were going to order shoes, yeah. you know, in July or whatever instead of August yeah. or, you know, you, things that you want to remember that kind of slip through the cracks as you're mm-hmm. going through the motions already. So I think that's that's brilliant. That's something I want to try. Yeah, do it. I'm doing it like physically written and uh-huh. I'm finding that physical planner works for me in a lot of ways. I don't know if this works for me. I wonder if it would be easier if I found like, if I made like an Excel or something. Right. Um, but I don't know. I'm still playing with it. Like I said, I stole the idea from someone. Uh, I apologize. I don't remember. Maybe it was the, uh, maybe it was the uh, Leander people. Um Oh my gosh, what is the, their podcast called? The After Sectionals called? crowd? Yes, After Sectionals. How did I forget that for a second? <laughs> I, oh my gosh, how embarrassing. Um, I might have heard them do it like a year back or so. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but it's it's so far, I think it's going to be really, really helpful. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. We'll see. Very cool. Uh, well, the next thing we have is uh, how far in advance do we plan? And you just put Yes. <laughs> yeah that was that was that was it just yes just do it um there are, it in on the high school side of things i know you guys are mm-hmm. way in advance all the time yeah about everything but that's kind of how it has to be with everything we do mm-hmm. do you want to talk a little bit about like planning for marching season yeah so our planning well i'll, I'll say that for me, planning is in layers um, mm-hmm. because there's there's kind of near, middle, and far that have to be planned. So, right. you know, like when when I'm in the when we're in the thick of it, you know, I'm planning like for myself and for my groups. I'm kind of planning like sections of the year ahead. So, like, right, you know, when we're in marching season, you know, there's you're planning your day to day, but I'm also thinking, you know, about what my instrument, what my instrumentation is going to look like um, Mm -hmm. in December when we split Mm -hmm. up and do winter concert bands. And then once I see kind of what that looks like, I'll start, you know, planning the next chunk of the year, looking at how, what we can accomplish for UIL. And then, you know, I take, I take that kind of in chunks. Right. Um, but as far as marching band goes, um, it, it feels like we're having to start planning for the next year sooner and sooner. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like lots of groups 
they start planning the next year's show in October when they're already that's competing crazy. their current show. Um, yeah. For me, that's that's too much. Um, you know, I, for some, some groups, some of the, the like super high achieving groups that are, you know, going to Grand Nationals and doing BOA, that's the kind of planning it takes. Um, mm-hmm. But I, for me, it, it would just burn me out too much. I need, I need a little bit of a I gap. I get that. Yeah. So as far as concepts and things for the next year go, um, we kind of start in December, January-ish, starting to get uh-huh. the ball rolling, tossing ideas around. And then, you know, mid-spring, once we kind of get things kind of a, a solid concept, we send it off and see kind of we have a, a show designer that we work with. And um, yeah. You know, we we kind of send it off to him, and then he'll kind of piece something together for us, and then we're spending from then until July. You know, working on getting rights to music, um, working on you know drill concepts and things like that. So it's it is a you know almost a year long process to get that going, mm-hmm. um, but. That sounds intense, but there's also obviously a lot of dead time in there. So, right. you know, we're not yeah. we're not constantly planning and thinking about marching band or else I would not make it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it is sprinkled throughout your entire mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Um and that's that is a lot for sure. I mean, we, you know, I agree with the layering. That's a good way of putting it because there are some things that you know, the planning happens and changes, you know, immediately. Uh-huh. Sometimes I'm thinking about next week. Some, sometimes I'm thinking about next month. And then, you know, always like the end of the year, the big projects that we're doing, you know, what have you. Yeah. Um. So that's a good, that's a good way of putting it. It's in layers. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um. There's something that we put on here for, for later, we can get into it then too if you want. Uh-huh. But um, knowing when it's time to change the plan is yeah. a big thing. Um, so sometimes, like I said, sometimes it's daily, and you're uh-huh. just you're adjusting things immediately. And um, oh, okay, so this has come up, so I've got to completely what I'm going to adjust for. Or I got to completely change what I'm going to do for symphonic band today. And uh-huh. um, but always having an idea or a guide of where you want it to be that week where you want to end up for that concert or whatever is, is a big thing. And we're kind of bouncing between two concepts here. One of pacing and stuff with your classes and one of events and um, contests and all of that that you have to uh-huh. do. The logistical boring stuff like bus requests and PO requests and getting things ordered and like all of that has to be done so like ahead of time uh-huh. is as much as possible and it does get easier when you know what you're going to need uh-huh. and you know the stuff that you're going to use every single t- every year like we order binders and dividers for our kids and we know that in may we order them for the next year so we can set them up during pd you know what right. i mean mm. so that that gets easier the longer you work with people the longer you're at the same position the longer you're teaching in general it gets easier knowing that stuff um but also pacing as far as with your classes. Uh, let's kind of dip into that for a second. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, pacing in the classroom, it's it's for me, it's difficult to kind of conceptualize until you're actually like in the room with the kids and you, mm -hmm. you know, you have an idea of your kids' capabilities and right. kind of their strengths and their weaknesses. Um, so it's for me, it's hard until we're actually like in the thick of it to kind of see like how the pacing's gonna work out. You know, there's always sure. there's always your your overall guide. You know, we have these places we want to be by you know October, November, December. Um, mm -hmm. But I always like to make sure that I know the kids first before I um, kind of work out the pacing and how we're going to get to those benchmarks. What do you yeah, think? Definitely. No, I agree. I, I Every year I have the same kind of like goals, mm -hmm. like big goals. Like I know where I want my sixth graders to be by the end of the school year. I know what I expect my seventh graders to know going into eighth grade mm -hmm. or, you know, all, all of that. I think that those should be your starting and you should, you should got, you should pace backwards. Mm -hmm. Where do you want them to be at the end of the year? And then logically take it back and say, okay, well, if they need to know this by May, what do they need to know by April? Right. What do they need to, you know, and working your way backward. And then um, going from there, it's kind of logically what can you get done during your class time, mm -hmm. depending on how much, do you have 30 minutes? Do you have 45? Do you have 50? Do you have every day, every other day? You really need to think about that because my situation is not going to look the same as Aaron's and, you know, and ours is not going to look the same as y'all's out there listening. Um there is a cool method that I learned when I was doing my master's. Uh -huh. um, I followed, um, uh, I don't know how I stumbled upon this, but I followed an author who like kind of vlogged and um, live streamed like her process of writing novels. And they would do like work live streams where you just like silently like do the Pomodoro method with someone on live stream and it like worked for me. Anyways, <laughs> it, it worked for me when I was doing things like writing papers that I didn't, I, I don't like writing. So <laughs> whatever it took, right. it, it helped. Um, but there, she talked a lot about planning and how she would plan her novels. And she found that she would get really discouraged a lot because she wouldn't write so many words in a day uh -huh. or in a week or whatever. And then she realized that she was making these big goals for something that truly wasn't attainable because she had three kids that she also cared for in the day. And uh -huh. she also, you know, she would never plan if somebody got sick, you know, how because how do you plan for that? Or if, you know, there's a doctor's appointments all day long. And she re she was like, I realized like if I look at a month, and I, I only looked at the five days a week that I was writing. Uh -huh. And instead, I needed to look at the five days a week that I was writing and yeah. then take out one or two days for when a kid inevitably isn't feeling well or take out um, when I might not be feeling great or I have uh -huh. to take care of a family member or whatever. And I thought about that with teaching. I can have all of these big goals and set them out nicely by week, by week, by week. But then I forget like, oh, I'm going to lose four days to star testing this week. Right. And if I put 
17 concepts happening for what's really going to be maybe two class periods if I'm lucky. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like not planning that once a month at the end of the month when my administration inevitably forgets to do a fire drill, we're going to do a fire drill on the last day uh-huh. of the month. And just realizing that there are, you have to build in that time too and recognize what actually happens in your school besides just in the band program. Because sometimes, you know, our sixth grade campus likes to do four drills in a row uh-huh. just to get them out of the way. I'm not teaching during that period. <laughs> and what am I going to do when that wrecks my entire pacing calendar? Uh-huh. You know, I, that yeah. was something I had to learn early on was not to over plan and over, uh-huh. you know, I don't know. Yeah. That's, just, yeah. That, you know, that's the, the first big bullet point I have on here is don't overstuff your plans. Yeah. Um, because I mean, if you're, if you can set a goal for yourself, like I'm going to learn, you know, four to six lines in the book every day, plus rhythm, plus literacy, plus everything, <laughs> you're, you're not going to get that done probably. And then, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to feel less successful and your kids are going to feel less successful. Um, you've got, you've got to be realistic in what you're able to get done. Um, and you know there will always be outside forces that will interfere with your plans absolutely and so you've got to you can't you can't have so much planned every day that you feel like you're behind from the jump mm-hmm. um and uh, that also leads to the second one i had was leave wiggle room and that's exactly what you yes. were talking about you know yes you have to plan your wiggle room, you know, mm-hmm. leave those, leave those open pockets there for times when you get interrupted by, um, drills or all of a sudden the, you know, the student council is taking the entire sophomore class yeah. to like Whataburger that day for some reason. And no one told you like, things like that happen as much as we plan we have to be it's the nature of the beast being a band director we Uh have to plan we have to make sure that things are down to the detail it's part of the job it's part of having a successful program Uh and we also have to realize and we meaning me i have to realize (laughs) that not everybody in the school plans like we do right and it comes up all the time oh last minute check your email over the announcements i'm like oh god what could it possibly be Uh um and leaving that wiggle room if you are good at filling extra time because there will be moments when you play like this that you have extra time because the kids are amazing and you got more done that you thought that you could and you can keep going awesome if you know that that might not be a strength for you maybe put a here's my goal and here's like my super goal if you know if everything worked out beautifully just like they talk about in undergrad and we have the perfect children that day and Uh you know nothing interrupts us maybe this is where i could add on if i need to um if that's um something that would help you filling that extra time because sometimes you'll have it those are the best days yeah but then you get to do cool things you can play music games (laughs) you can do competitions mm-hmm. and 
things like that. So leave those pockets and those, those will be times that your kids look forward to, um, if, if they happen, but they're also there for when you need them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if it, if it helps you to play in those times too, go for it, uh-huh. go for it. Um, and then at the bottom, let's go back to knowing when it's time to change the plan. Uh-huh. Uh, sometimes your plan doesn't work, guys. Yeah. And and by sometimes, I mean a lot of times. <laughs> Maybe the class that day is their attention is out the door because it's a full moon and it's a Friday and it's seventh period uh-huh. and it's they had candy in their sixth period. And you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like sometimes that happens. Um, if something is not working, Pivot. Yeah. Oh, gross. Why did I say that word? <laughs> After the pandemic. I'm sorry, guys. I'll bleep it out. I just, I beep out and pivot. Just pivot. Everyone's going to wonder what it was. Did yeah. Did she curse? <laughs> just beep. <laughs> uh, but, but I mean, truly, yeah. whatever better, less <laughs> traumatic word we want to use, yeah. it's have a backup plan because yeah. you're going to need it. Yeah. And there, there will be times when, you know, this happens to me every year and it, it's not until like I am in the middle of it that I think I need to, I need to stop. I need to change. Like, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. cause you'll be grinding and you'll, you'll be pushing and pushing and pushing and you're trying to make something work. And it, and all of a sudden you just need to stop. You know, I stop and I, th- I think to myself, I've got to change. I've got to change the plan. You know, we're not oh, going yeah. to solve this problem today. It's where we just need to move on and come back to it, you know. Yep. And that's natural. It's going to happen. Um, yeah. Don't, don't push yourself over the edge just to try and fulfill whatever criteria you've set for yourself uh yeah it doesn't it doesn't need to be stressful like that just go to something different there's always a million things to work uh-huh. on go to something different and change change the vibe that's happening yeah. and sometimes it magically gets better when you do that you'll come yeah. back to it the next day and suddenly it's good um, yeah but you'll I don't know if if you catch yourself doing that, but oh it's, yeah, it's like at least like every couple of weeks I'm like trying to like it's like two measures in the trumpets and I'm like working it, working it, working it, <laughs> and like the tuba players are asleep and you know the flute players are are talking about you know whatever TikToks they saw and I'm like okay yeah. we gotta we gotta. We got to regroup. Yeah. And just... It's when I work myself up too uh-huh. much about something and be like, I have to get that one part fixed today or I have to work on their articulation at, at X. You know what I mean? And um, and then especially, well, I mean, I guess with high school too, I was going to say especially middle school, you just see them glaze over. Uh-huh. They can't hide anything on their face. But yeah, high schoolers can't either. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you you see it happen and you're like, okay, now's not the moment. Uh-huh. And it's, it does not have to be a big deal. Just be like, all right, guys, I'm going to set that aside for the moment. Let's move on to X, Y, Z. We'll come back to that at another point. Boom. And they don't yeah. have to know that unless they're, you know, need to be redirected and all uh-huh. that. But sometimes it just, it's not the moment. Yeah, 100%. Um, 
the last thing that I've got, I don't, I'm not sure if you've got more to add, but it's just be consistent. Um, mm -hmm. If you set out a plan for yourself, try and work that plan. Um, it will, yeah. you will need to adjust. You'll need to change, but the more you can, you can organize yourself and work, work the steps that you've set out for yourself, the more successful you'll find that, um, you are. Yeah. You. Absolutely. Um, the, and, and that goes with whatever you're doing. If we're talking about the you know, the boring logistical stuff, you need to be consistent with however you're deciding to plan out your year. Mm -hmm. If we're talking about your pacing and what you want it to be, like you can't, you can't be there changing the idea every week. Get an idea, sit down, talk with your colleagues if you need to, talk with other directors that you trust, other educators, um, and sit down and, and think through these things and plan through and write it down or put it in an app or whatever works for you and then stick with that plan as long as you can. Uh -huh. I have a problem with enjoying planning too much and then wanting to replan something uh -huh. and then wanting to replan. <laughs> I That is something that I've had to be like, okay, girl, let's... Let's make sure that this is exactly the way that we want it and then following it from there. Yeah. Um, so lots of little tidbits today about planning and the, the, the overall lesson here is you have to plan <laughs> <laughs> and do it in the way that is most comfortable for you. Uh -huh. Yeah. So that you stick with it. And if, Honestly. If you are new to planning, start small. You know, yeah, for sure. go, go day to day, think, sit down at the beginning of your work day in your planning period, think, what do I want to get done today? What do I want to mm -hmm. get done in this period? Pick a, mm -hmm. pick a like experimental period and, you know, plan that period and work it. And if that works for you, expand it. And then whatever works for you, keep growing until you are planning how you want to, you know, how you want to plan. Every single time you step in front of those kids, whether it's sectionals, rehearsal, whatever, you need to know. You should have uh -huh. a plan. You should know what you're going to be doing and working on. You should not be winging it whenever you get onto the podium. Uh -huh. um, and that's something that we've all done, uh -huh. including myself. But it's for the better betterment of your kids and your program and all of that. You should have an idea uh -huh. of what you're wanting to get done. And it makes your job easier. When, oh yeah, when you, for sure. When you have a plan going in, you don't feel yeah. like you're running around with, with your hair on fire. It's mm -hmm. it makes it makes life easier to do that work on the front end. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, let's get into our work life balance recommendations. Um, Aaron's is super fun. So why don't you start? Okay. I'm excited. So I am an avid fantasy football player. Yes, we know. And I am uh, doing quite well in one league and quite poorly in a couple other leagues. But we love that. That's fine. That's fine. That's <laughs> not what we're here to talk about, though. Um, right, right. This year, I have, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Eras Tour. Uh, Taylor Swift, It's uh, <laughs> she's, she's a fairly well-known artist. Um, right, right. I, I've been a fan for a long time. And so I decided funny. with 
you know, Taylor mania going on that I would name. This all is her of year, my, man. Oh yeah. The year of I'm Taylor. I'm just saying the year of Taylor, hundred percent Taylor. Um, I decided that I would name all of my fantasy football teams um, after Taylor Swift lyrics or song titles. And I even went so far I to support this um, to join a Facebook group of uh, fantasy football Swifties. And I joined one of the leagues and we're having a great time. And it's so fun funny because a lot of them were just Taylor Swift fans that were wanting to get into fantasy football. I've never played it before. So it's like. And what a year for them to decide oh, to I do know. it. This, this was before um, she discovered Travis Kelsey and <laughs> <laughs> put him on the map. He put and... him on the map. That's like my favorite TikTok <laughs> right now is girls or guys, whoever, uh-huh. um, telling their significant other, can you believe that Taylor Swift put Travis Kelsey on the map? <laughs> and then they just get so angry. Oh, it's like my favorite so thing right funny. now. So funny. So um, funny. So it's it's a really it's a really fun group because, you know, there's lots of people that have experience with fantasy football and then lots of newbies and they like post questions and, you know, ask, Oh, who should I start? What do you think about this? Mm-hmm. And it's, it, I've had a lot of fun interacting with a lot of these people that, you know, had have a common shared interest outside of what we're already doing. And so it's, yeah, it's been a lot of fun, but I thought I would um, share my fantasy football names with you. Yes. I'm so ready. There's truly a community for everything out oh, yeah. there and I love it. Yeah. All right. I'm ready. Okay. So the one in my Swifty league, um, mm-hmm. Is bigger than the whole sky because I drafted sky I love that. more. I love that. Um, we are currently uh, one and two, but making a push to uh, to kind of have a bounce back. Um, <laughs> I have a uh, a dynasty league that I I joined. I converted one of my regular leagues into a dynasty league. Um, okay, and it's naturally called the Last Great American Dynasty. Um, we are currently one three, so uh, we're 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 considering tanking for for uh, the number one pick, but um, <laughs> that's that is uh, yet to be seen. We're only three weeks in, um, right, right, right. It's still early. Yes, but my final team. Uh, this is the name that I am um, most proud of because um, mm-hmm. I I drafted a um, a young man by the name of Devon A Chain. Okay. And the name is My Tears Ricochet. Aaron. And we are 3 and 0. So I love that. <laughs> it's the name. Yeah, exactly. So, um yeah, I'm I'm happy with all three that of those names. So, I love it. I love it so much. I had to drive to downtown Houston yesterday. Mm-hmm. I cannot stop listening to Midnights. That's it's a, it's a great can't. album. I just can't stop. I just can't stop. And I know it's been out for what, like a year now? Just about, yeah. I can't I can't stop listening to it. Every song is a banger. Mm-hmm. Every single one. Um, even on the t- till dawn version. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't I can't stop. Okay. Well, I fully support you in your in your leagues. Thank um, you. Thank you. Those are great names. <laughs> Truly great. 
Um, oh, by the way, on my favorite shop that I love, uh, the mm-hmm. Common Room Shop, she has started putting out um, t-shirts and sweatshirts and stuff with mashup. Oh, uh, I'll have to send you some like mashup okay, fandoms. Please do. And one of them, it and a lot of them been like Harry Potter, but with like Taylor Swift lyrics, uh-huh. like on T-shirts and stuff. And okay. there's like a Disney World one, and Taylor Swift put together. I'm oh, gonna have to send you a couple. Please and do. Show you. Like I'm always looking to spend more money. So it's a vibe, man. I'm all about <laughs> um, fun things like that. I'm currently wearing the I am Kenuff. Yes. Sweatshirt from the Barbie movie, and tell me this fit is not a vibe. It's it's perfect. I mean, thank you, thank you. It's actually my husband's, but I stole it from him. <laughs> um, okay, so my recommendation is: if you are a reader, you've heard of this book. If you're not a reader, you might have heard of this book too. But Fourth Wing is it right now? It is the like bookish person's go to like. It's totally viral. Uh And Fourth Wing um, came out uh, not too long ago, I guess. Or maybe it just popped off. I don't know. Let me look it up. Um, But it is a good book. It is a a fantasy book. Easy read. Um, It's by Rebecca Yaros. And it is... When did it come out? I don't know. Um, Beautiful book. And it's about dragons. No. I mean, what else could you want? Um, it is. I've heard of this one. It's like yeah. the, the dragon Harry Potter kind of. Yeah. Mashup, so like the the main character's name is Violet Sorengale, and she um the, you when you get to a certain age, you go to um I guess it's kind of like a college to name. pick like what you're gonna do. And there's four quadrants. There's you can learn to be a scribe. You can learn to be a healer. You can learn to be like an infantry guy or quadrant whatever they call that one <laughs> and then you could be a dragon rider and so like duh she goes to be a dragon rider spoiler and <laughs> uh, like you figure that out by looking at the you know cover of the book so she she goes to be a dragon rider and um but she has like a like um I forget what it is, but she has a condition where she's her bones are really brittle. She's very small. And so it, uh, it kind of follows her journey through this and how that um, how she has to overcome these things to literally survive in this quadrant and um, with with these dragons around and making friends, making enemies, all of that. And then so it's a good it's a good read. People are going feral for this book right now. <laughs> And not only should you guys read this, but you need to, I'm re- I'm recommending it because not only is there that, but the next book, Iron Flame, comes out in November, um, November 6th or 7th, I think. Uh-huh. Um, and there are release parties everywhere across wow. the country. There are, um, the fandom is going crazy right now. Like everybody on TikTok and Bookstagram and all of this, like, it is so fun to follow the fandom right now and like be in the hype as it's happening uh-huh. that I think not only is it a good book, but I think following this whole saga is just so much fun. And I got Ryan to my husband to read it. 
And I think we might go to a release party. Like, when was the last time you heard of a midnight book release party since Harry Potter? (laughs) Harry Potter, yeah. So they're they're doing that, um, and I think it'll be so fun. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah, so I highly recommend if you're a reader, or even if you're not, pick up Fourth Wing. It's not super long. It's not a hard read. It's like a fantasy, um, like new adult Uh um, kind of kind of read, and it's about dragons. Like, come on. Yeah. What else do you need? Yeah. What else do you need me to say? I mean, hello. Well, that's super cool. I will. Uh, I may. I may or may not check it out soon. Um, I. Uh, I, we, I. We have I'm a lot still, of things that we. Yeah. Recommend to each other, and we we only have so much free time. It's true. I'm still, especially for you right now. Yeah, I I made the mistake of starting a book like during summer band, and I've read like fifty pages, and I've not <laughs> I have not been able to pick it up again since. I get it. But it's, it's it's life, man. On my bedside table, waiting for me to pick pick it up again. Whenever you're ready, exactly. I'm reading a good book right now, but it's kind of um, it doesn't it doesn't like suck you in. It's really good, uh-huh. but it's it's a little bit heavier of a read, and so I'm not like sl- slogging my way through it. But uh-huh. I have to work for it a little uh-huh. bit. You know what I mean? You have to effort it. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely do. But it's good. But anyways, okay. that's neither here nor there. Well, uh, be sure, everybody, to keep keep an eye out for new YBDT events um, coming at you soon in the calendar. Um, Absolutely. Nothing specific to plug at the moment, but uh, we will be um, having lots of events. We had some really successful ones. We had a great event um, in our East region recently yes. at Tyler Junior College. Mm-hmm. Um, our East representatives did such a great job putting that on. They had a, a beginner band um, clinic workshop, and um, there's uh, videos on our socials. Uh, if you haven't seen that, uh, go look at them. They had um, clinicians on every instrument. They had a small exhibit hall where they had exhibitors there. Um it was such an amazing it, yeah, job. And they had they had I think like fifty or sixty people come, which was a that's so cool, huge success. So yeah, big shout out to um, to our East Region uh, representatives out in the Tyler area. Um, mm-hmm. They're they're just they're killing it out there. Um, but yeah, keep an eye out. New uh, social events, uh, clinics, workshops, all that stuff is going to be coming at you this year. So. Um, be on the lookout yep cool cool thank you everyone for listening this is the band hall a YBDT podcast follow us on Instagram at youngbanddirectorstx and find more information about joining YBDT at our website youngbanddirectorsoftexas.org until next time